Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Joining us now is Rob Wendell. He is a kayak angler out of uh, Northern Illinois. Rob, thanks so much for joining the show. Thanks for having me. Rob, first of all, how did you get started in kayak fishing? Well, back when I was in college, I was shore fishing a lot, and I was kind of sick of being stuck on shore. And I just thought, hey, I could probably throw a couple rod holders on a kayak and paddle around and, and catch some fish. So eventually, I just went and bought a kayak, and that's exactly what I did. I threw two rod holders on it, and the day I bought it, I went straight out on the Lake Michigan and caught a, about a 13-pound king salmon. And from that point on, I was pretty much addicted to it. It was its own thing. It wasn't just a way for me to get off of shore anymore. I don't want to date you, Rob, but uh, how long ago was that? Oh, that was 15, 16 years ago. I've been doing it a long time now. Tell me about that first trip. You're pulling oh. in a, a, a king salmon like that from a kayak. What was that like? Oh, that was incredible. I did all the things that you're not supposed to do. You know, they tell everybody to get used to your kayak, learn about it, take it out of small water first and all that kind of stuff. Learn how to get back into it, do all these different things uh, before you take it on a big body of water like Lake Michigan. And well, back then there was nobody to tell me that stuff. So I just went straight out into the lake and it was really windy that day. It was a, a straight west wind, good 20 miles an hour, should never have gone. And uh, I was trolling three rods with Dodgers for Coho's there. I lived right on the lake and the charters had been catching Coho's right in front of my apartment for like a week. Every day I'd see him out there. So I had to get out there as soon as I could. And uh, so I saw, I was just trolling east and really I was going way too fast because the wind was pushing me so hard. And finally looked over my shoulder and realized I was really far from shore. So I turned around and finally when I turned around to go back into the wind, I slowed down enough to actually catch a fish. And I don't think I was heading west for more than five minutes and I had a, a spinning rod flatlined behind me with the little J9 on it, uh, joined Rapala, and it just started screaming line. And I was like, oh, I must have snagged onto a floating log or something back there. I was just didn't believe I actually had a fish on. But I was, and uh, so that fish just towed me around for a while, and the wind would push me one direction, the fish would go the other direction, my other lines all sank and got tangled and twisted up and snagged on the bottom, and it was a big mess, and I don't know how long it took me to land that fish. Um, I was probably only using eight-pound line on that rod, and eventually I got it into the net, in this little waiting net I had, brought it in, and I, you know, I'd never been in a kayak at all before, and so I was very uncomfortable at the time, especially with the older kayaks that we had back then. And didn't even feel comfortable enough to reach forward and grab my pliers to hook the fish. So I had to paddle all the way back to shore with the hooks, all the trouble still in the fish's mouth with the fish in my lap. Um, luckily for me, the fish was pretty much dead by the time I landed it, but uh, otherwise it could have been a, a real mess for me. But it was, it was quite an experience. I learned a lot just from that one trip. And the rest is history after that. I mean, that was just the way I wanted to fish. Yeah, you've been doing this for a long time. You tell us that story. You did all the things that you're not supposed to do. What are things supposed to do? What's, what's kind of your advice for people who are thinking about doing this? 
what are kind of maybe the the rules that they should live by to get started? Definitely, if you know if you're going to start fishing on Lake Michigan in the kayak, don't take it straight on Lake Michigan. Take it into a small pond, get comfortable with it, uh, learn how it handles, uh, dump it, flip it over, practice getting it back right side up, practice getting back into it. That's a really important skill to have. Not all kayaks are easy to to do that with. Oh, the kind of kayak I'm using is a sit on top kayak. That's what I'm been using for the last 15 years. Those are really beginner friendly kayaks to use. They're really good for fishing because they have a lot of storage and everything. Um, and the other thing about them is you don't, they don't get swamped. They're not like a traditional kayak where you're sitting inside of it and you might have a skirt like a sea kayak. It's, it's easy to use. It's, they, they, other thing is they have a lot of primary stabilities. There's two types of stabilities with kayaks. You have primary, secondary. Um, primary is when you feel really stable but you can only go so far before you are going to tip. A, a kayak with a lot of secondary stability might feel tippy, but it's going to go a lot further before you're going all the way in. Um, so those are just things you need to learn with your kayak. Uh, the other thing is don't go when it's really windy. Um, you know, it was steady 20 mile an hour wind that day, uh, gusts over that, and really try to go out only when it's, 15 or less is kind of my rule of thumb. Um, you know, we had a nice west wind and I'm on the west side of the lake. So it looked, uh, you know, nice and calm on shore. But once you got out a ways, and I don't even know how far out I made it that day, but uh, once you get out there, then it's not so calm anymore. And uh, that's where things can get kind of hairy when you're, you're exposed to the wind and the waves. So you got to keep that in mind, even when it looks calm, it might not be calm where you're going. You talked a little bit there about kayaks what other gear is needed what kind of things are you going to need to go out and do something like this you know for lake michigan you need a, a pretty good kayak i like colby kayaks they're they're the best um and if you're this kind of fishing is uh what you're going to take seriously then the pedal drive is the only way to go back then i was paddling a regular paddle kayak but uh the pedals make things much much easier uh for one thing your legs are much stronger uh, so you can go much longer, faster, and your hands are free to fish. So when I'm setting lines, I can do that, keep my momentum going, keep moving. And the other thing is when I'm fighting fish, I can still control the boat. So there's a lot of advantages to that. But the main thing is, is you want a nice self-bailing kayak. You take waves over to water, just rushes out. Um, longer to better, you know, the ones I use now, I use a Hobie Pro Angler 360. That's 14 feet long, and it, that's a pretty good length for me. Um, back then I was using a boat that was 12 feet. Um, I don't think I would use one less than 12 feet long for Lake Michigan. What other, what other type of gear? Tell me about the fishing gear and how you have it set up in your boat. Well, I use a uh, Ram mount rod holders on my boat. I like the Ram HD rod holders and I have two up in front of me and then I'll have another one behind me and those that I use, those are strictly for trolling. And then I'll have a couple other rod holders for storage. And the nice thing about in this kayak with the, the Pro Angler, the Hobies, they have an atrial system, so everything's adjustable. You don't have to drill these uh, drill these rod holders in or, or bolt them in place. You can move things around and adjust them uh, however you like. Uh, so those are the main thing for me. And, of course, I have a, a, a sonar with a GPS. You need to have that out there. Uh, handheld radio and, you know, safety equipment, air horn. Uh, flares, a whistle, stuff, you know, obviously a PFD. 
stuff like that. So you don't need a ton of stuff for it. Not nearly as much as in a boat, but there are some things you need that are important. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. What's kind of the main difference that you've found between doing what you're doing in a kayak compared to maybe somebody going out there in an 18 or 20 foot ranger? The difference is, one main difference for me is that it's totally silent and the fish really have no clue we're there when we're in the kayaks. So we can catch fish that the boats can't fish. Um, most people think about that factor when it comes to small waters going into some little ponds or creeks or whatever that big boats can't get into. But it even makes a difference on Lake Michigan, uh, especially when you know, the fish are real shallow. Like right now, we can get into areas, catch fish in five feet of water. And boats can't even get into these areas because of the obstructions, you know, boulders and, and jetties coming out that are underwater. Uh, and the other thing is, is if they are going through that water, they're probably spooking the fish, even just an 18 or 19 footer spooks a lot more fish than the kayak. So we really end up catching a lot of fish that the boats won't catch and a lot of times outfish the boats. Um, and when it's really good, we'll kind of like play a game, see how close to the boat we can catch the, you know, catch the fish. So we'll just put a bait out, you know, 15 feet if that gets bit. Then the next, when we put it back out, we put it out 10 feet. And we'll see how close we can get the fish to the boat. And it's kind of incredible. Like the fish will, we've caught fish with just six feet of line out to our bait. Um, they really don't know we're there. So it's, uh, there's a lot of advantages that way. And then on top of that, just a lot more fun landing the fish when you're right down at the water and you're, you're not dragging the fish behind the boat. And you're fighting, a, especially when you get in the bigger fish, when you're fighting kings, they'll drag you a long way if you let them. And uh, it's just a, a totally different fight and much different experience than, than boat fishing. What does your setup look like when you're, when you're going to go out and do some fishing out on Lake Michigan? How are you setting up your gear and kind of what are you doing? My normal setup, I guess I have, a, I have some adjustable ram mount rod holders that are kind of ahead of me. They, they're kind of in front of me and then shooting off to the side of the kayak at like a 90 degree angle. And I'm, with those rod holders, that's when I'll troll planer boards, dipsies, sometimes just flat lining baits. Uh, when we need to get deeper, I'll use those rod holders for uh, torpedo divers, which is kind of a just a big weight. So really good poor man's downrigger, probably the best I've used. And um, then I'll have the one behind me, which I'll fish lead core behind or with, and uh, maybe another uh, another flat line of some sort. That's kind of the main thing. So I'll, yeah, I have the two behind, two in front of me, at, uh, perpendicular to the kayak, and then the one behind me goes straight back. And you don't have a first mate aboard your kayak. So what happens when you start getting to fish? How do you get all that gear cleaned up? You talked a little about a little bit earlier, you had some tangles. How do you get all that gear situated while you're fighting a fish? You know what? Most of the time I leave it out there. Um, and that's one of the cool things about having the pedal kayak with the, the, the Hobie is, you know, nowadays when I get a fish on, I just start making a big circle. If there's room at least, there's not other boats around at least, I'll start making a big circle around the fish to whatever side it bit on. And that way I can keep my other lines moving at least uh, and keep them getting snagged and tangled. And you know, if it's a big fish, it's gonna start peeling out a lot of line and I'll be able to fight it while it's really far out instead of uh, right next to me. And uh, that's the way to go. Now, back in the day when I used a regular 
paddle kayak, you know, you couldn't do that. So you're at the fish's mercy. So the important thing then was to keep the rod pointed at the, the bow of the boat at all times. And that way when the fish is pulling you, it always just turned the bow of the boat towards the fish. Um, which was kind of an important thing I realized because if you didn't do that and the fish was trying to drag you sideways, well, you had a pretty good chance of getting spooled that way, um, especially with using lighter, smaller tackle. So you always wanted to keep the boat pointed towards the fish. And then they're just going to drag you around wherever they want. I mean, I, I even got dragged into a boat one time that was anchored. And, and there's just nothing you can do about it. But it's it's different. Now, back then I would reel in line. So I actually would use a right-handed and left-handed reel uh, in those rod holders in front of me. That way both handles of the reel would face me. And I wouldn't have to reach around if I wanted to reel one in. What's the biggest challenge you think to uh, fishing on the Great Lakes in a kayak? Uh, just dealing with the weather. is really weather and other boats. Um, you know, because we're pretty invisible out there. And, and you, know, you have to go out there with the mindset that nobody can see you. Because the reality is, is with a lot of the big boats, they can't see us. And a lot of the other kayakers don't realize how hard it is to see a kayak from a big boat. So, you know, a lot of times we're fishing around harbor mouths and that. And you just have to pretend that you're invisible. And anytime that boat's coming by, just get out of that boat's way, whether you think you have the right of way or not just just get out of the way because they probably can't see you and then the weather you know there's times when the fish are pretty off pretty far offshore and the weather kicks up you can get into some nasty stuff we've seen it plenty of times while we're out in boats eight miles out or something it gets nasty and it's a long ride in well I don't go eight miles out in my kayak but you know two miles out and you get some nasty weather that can get a little hairy too so uh, having a good boat helps uh helps with that because you know i can trust it to get me in but you still really have to watch the weather make sure that it's there's no storms coming check the radar on my you know on your phone fairly often check the wind forecast make sure it's not changing and then you know just looking at the sky you know there's been several times i've been out there thinking that i had some pretty clear weather ahead of me and then just start watching the sky and realize I need to check my radar and sure enough there's something coming my way and I need to make my way back in and so those are I think the biggest challenges of of kayak fishing because everything else is pretty easy to to kind of get over you know only running three lines compared to going out in a boat with other people and running nine you learn pretty quick how to select your rods in the most efficient way and as far as covering water goes, uh, you learn pretty quick to target specific areas. You don't need to have the mother load of fish to catch a few. You can you can target smaller schools of fish and uh, and still do pretty well. What are some of those places? What are you looking for when you're going out uh, kayak fishing? To you know, how do you figure out where you're going to go? It depends on when it is. Like during the summer, though, I typically look for areas that drop off the fastest so that I can get to deeper water much quicker um, and not be eight miles offshore. So that's one thing. And there's, you know, the cool thing about being in a kayak is that you don't need to use a boat launch. You can launch at any public beach you want. So there are areas along the shoreline up and down the whole state of Wisconsin that, and in some in Illinois as well, where you can find some pretty nice places 
to launch to get to deep water quick and they're actually pretty far from harbors so that you don't have a lot of boat traffic so i look at you know like uh the navionics maps of the lake a lot and just try and see where there's some deep water and where there might be an access point near it another thing is you know during the the cold weather months there's almost always trout and salmon to be caught inside the harbors so that's a really quick way to get in there and and uh you know, especially in Wisconsin, all the Wisconsin harbors have a bunch of brown trout and rainbows, kings, everything. So no matter where you are, you can usually get into some fish pretty well from September until about now. Yeah, what's your favorite time of year to go out and do kayak fishing? Oh, I'd say I'd say my favorite time of the year is really in September when the kings are coming back into the harbors. And then you can catch them on light tackle. You don't need to deal with any weights. Just fish crankbaits, you know, flicker shad and, and uh, uh, reef runners, uh, all that kind of stuff. And you can use almost, you can just use bass tackle for them if you want. So to me, that's, that's the most fun time. I like catching them when they're fresher during the summer when they're more silver, of course, but you know, that requires more gear and fishing deeper, bigger weights and all that kind of stuff. And I still enjoy it, but um, being able to, to just have a rod and a crankbait, nothing else. Uh, in between is always uh, a lot more fun for me. What are some of your favorite Lake Michigan destinations? Uh, well, I fish Kenosha a lot. I fish Racine a lot. Um, Port Washington sometimes. I'd say those three are my favorite. Sometimes I get to Milwaukee, but not as often as I used to. But Kenosha and Racine are my two favorite. What, what's special about them? They're close to my house. It's probably uh, the biggest thing for me. So, but um, you know, Kenosha has really good brown trout fishing, especially right now. It's been very good lately, and it will be for another couple of weeks. And you can catch fish all over that harbor, inside of it, outside of it, all around it. There's fish. There's different ways to fish it. You can fish shallow, like fishing jerk baits and stuff, and plastics and whatever, and catch those fish casting. You can go to the deeper parts of the harbor and troll it. But it's, it's a fairly small harbor, so the fish are kind of concentrated. You know pretty quick if they're in there or not. And, and it's easy to cover the whole thing. So I like it for that reason. Then in Racine, you have the river flowing in, so you get a lot of steelhead. And, um, of course, there's always good fall king runs in September. So you have, you know, good structure out in front of the harbor. You've got a lot of different options inside the harbor. And you have the river itself. So I like that. It's a little bigger than Kenosha, uh, so I can move around more. And there's a lot of areas in both harbors to fish that aren't very effective for boats to fish and the shore fishermen can't get to it either. So really the kayakers have the absolute advantage in these places. And that's why I like the, both of those so much. Very cool. Is there anything about kayaking, kayak fishing, the Great Lakes I didn't ask you about, Rob? <laughs> Millions of things. Yeah, it's, it, there's, a, there's a lot to it. You know, um, the one thing that I found with kayak fishing, especially the trolling aspect of kayak fishing for salmon, is that we had to basically fine-tune all of the boat techniques to work in a kayak. So whether it was downsizing or just figuring out how to get deep and still be effective without being, you know, being difficult to use. So, you know, everybody runs divers in their boats and we could do it in our kayaks, but if you run a big diver, it creates a lot of drag, creates a lot of resistance. So then you're fighting against it the whole time. So 
that's an, those are some of the issues you have trolling in a kayak is the easier ways to get deeper often create problems. So how do you fight that? And so, you know, like planer boards, I use little mini offshore boards. Uh, that's my favorite little board. It pulls a lot of crankbaits for me. It pulls dodgers and flies for cohos for me. I use that all year. It gets me spread out. It gets me to cover water, but it doesn't add drag. And, you know, like during the summer when we need to get deep and we're not using downriggers, at least I don't, and most of the kayakers on the Great Lakes don't use downriggers. I use these torpedo weights to get down. So it's about being efficient and trying to be effective and not being a burden. And that's what, you know, those do a good job for that. We'll troll lead core, sometimes copper, but I don't use a lot of copper. There's little nuances um, to certain things. So one thing in the kayak I do a lot, and if I'm going to turn, I turn fast. I make really tight turns compared to a boat and get right back onto the fish. And sometimes that makes a huge difference for us. So if I'm running copper, copper sinks really fast, and then I just get snagged up. So lead core is somewhere in between. It doesn't sink as fast so I can I can make a little bit tighter turn with it so there's just little things like that um that kind of just came with experience and getting snagged and learning the hard way the the ways to fine tune are the way we troll sounds like what you're doing is really cool I've been watching you on Instagram as well seeing all the pictures and stuff you're putting up there uh people want to find out more about you and what you're up to what's the best way for them to find you uh find me on Instagram uh it's rwendell uh, underscore GLKA, or just talk to me on Facebook uh, on there, Rob Wendell. So that'd probably be the best way. Or you can find me at Lake Michigan Angler um, in Winthrop Harbor, Illinois. Tell us a little bit about that uh, Lake Michigan Angler in Winthrop Harbor. Uh, you're a regular fixture there. What's that place all about? That is, you know, we opened it nine years ago and pretty much salmon fishing is our main thing. We've got a little bit of everything in there, but it's a lot of stuff for salmon fishing. So anybody who needs gear for tackle, you can come into Lake Michigan Angler and we pretty much have it all. Awesome. Rob, thanks so much for joining the show. Really appreciate it. I think uh, the main thing is, is it your story and what you've been up to, I think uh, hopefully will inspire some people who maybe haven't thought about fishing the Great Lakes to give it a try. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.